0: Hello there, me again. Uh, this week I will be reading from one long poem titled Gravity. It has a few mild naughty words and some adult concepts. I wrote this poem in one sitting in early 2019. I was being mentored by Ross McCormack and Melanie Hamilton of Muscle Mouth while they were in the creation of their epic work As It Stands for the Auckland Arts Festival. For six weeks, I was quietly observing the creation take place in the studio, and one afternoon was inspired by an infinitesimal moment of movement shared between Lauren Langlois and Luke Hanna as they rehearsed a duet. I began to write. Over the course of about the next three hours, I was frantically scribbling away, occasionally looking up from my page to glance at a moment of movement across the room. It was as though the presence of the dancers and creatives in the process had opened up a new channel in my brain, and my associations flowed freely from my mind to the page. I didn't know what it was about, or where it was coming from, but it was as though each line informed the next. I have often worked with stream of consciousness as a tool in my writing, and on this particular day the flow felt incredibly easy. I have thought about breaking this poem down into smaller parts, as I think that there are moments and ideas that are stronger than others. But every time I come back to it, I am struck by the fact of the moment it was written in. Over that three hours, I was completely one focus. It was as though the thing in its entirety already existed, and I just needed to get it out as quickly as possible before it was lost. Now when I break the parts away from each other, I feel like I'm ripping something apart. This poem interests me because it does not have a clear through line or theme, but for me it is exposing the possibilities of how snippets of different ideas can be altered by virtue of context, how it's made different by being part of a larger whole, how does our ability to hear and digest the metaphors and images become informed by the length and the interaction with the ideas on either side of it. I think this poem is best read and listened to in one sitting without too much time to sit and stew over one idea, but rather by letting it wash over you and just noticing what lands. It was written quickly and it it asks to be listened to quickly and with lightness. During the process of working with muscle mouth, Melanie introduced me to the idea of differentiating between watching the body or the person in dance. It's an idea that has become one of my frequent choreographic fascinations and explorations. Basically, she was saying, when do we see the form of the body, the arms, the legs, the head, as, simple, as simply pieces moving through space, like parts of a moving abstract sculpture? And when do we see the person, the ideas, desires, beliefs, the emotional and cultural and communicative being that they make up? of course, it is impossible to completely separate one from the other, but I am interested in how we train and direct the eye to each perspective. Which types of dance ask us to see feet and hands and abstract shapes, and which ask us to see story, theme, idea and personality? It has generated in me a quest to find the perfect middle ground, an impossible task that I relish failing at over and over again. With this in mind, it's worth noting the impetus given in the suggestions for how to dance with this week's poem is very much body-based. Over the years, I have observed that it's easy to find meaning and emotion from abstract form, but it can be quite difficult to reduce an established human thing to the sum of its parts when it comes to dancing. Part of this is an attempt to reduce the emotional hierarchy of the parts of the body. During our everyday lives, we consciously use our faces and our hands much more than our lower backs or our shins, so by working from less obvious areas of the body, places we are less frequently aware of, I am attempting to create a more even terrain, to empower more of the body to be part of the expression. For that reason, I often begin my warm-ups by drawing the dancers' attention to pure physical anatomical facts of their body. The process of coming into movement is simply making an arbitrary choice to move bits of the body into the space around you. So that's what we'll do today. In the next track, I will guide you through a warm-up of the body. And then in the following track, I'll guide you through a movement experience with a couple of tasks that you can carry on exploring as you listen to me read gravity in the final track. Warm-up microdance. Begin by finding a place to stand with a metre or two on either side of you to move. Make sure there's nothing at shin height and you feel comfortable and safe in the space. Start standing, your weight falling down equally through your two feet. And when you're ready, close your eyes. Begin to notice the sensations in your body. Where does your attention go first? Where do you notice the most acute sensations? What are those sensations? Heat. Vibration. Pressure. Where else do you feel something? Linger in that area of your body. Noticing what you feel. And now see if you can take your awareness, your attention, to somewhere in the body where the sensations are a little less obvious. Perhaps behind the back of the knees. Or the top of the ears. The inside of the palms. And see if you can open up your awareness to whatever sensation is happening here. Notice the sensation of the top of your head. Beneath your chin. Your lower back. The front of your thighs. The back of your calves. The top of your feet. Continue this journey of awareness, just shifting your attention to wherever I say in the body and resting your attention there for a moment, noticing what you feel. The inside of your wrists, your armpits, the tip of your nose, your forehead, the front of your pelvis, the sides of your ribs the front of your knees, the inside of your elbows. And now see if you can just notice where your attention takes you. Feel the weight falling down through your two feet and notice any areas of movement. From the moment we are born until the moment we die, our bodies are always in motion. Even just as you're standing here, there is motion happening in your body. See if you can tune into it. Infinitesimal shifts of weight, tiny twitches. Begin to see these as your dance. A release of tension, a breath or a sigh, the feeling of the pressure in your feet changing. And with the next movement, and with the next movement that you feel, see if you can just amplify it a little. Perhaps your head twitches slightly to the side. Just take it a little further into that movement. Perhaps you feel the weight shifting forward. Continue to rock your weight forward. Expand that motion. And then something else will readjust. And you can expand that motion, too. And each infinitesimal movement that you notice, just make it a little bigger. Just take it a little further into space. As you notice the shifting sensations of your body, you can notice that the movement is doing itself, making decisions of what comes next in the dance for you. And all you need to do is just amplify those movements that already exist a rock of the weight, a twitch, a readjust. an undoing of tension, a falling. And perhaps as you expand each movement, another one will emerge. Begin to see if you can allow the body to be in constant motion. You notice the rock of the weight forward. You adjust the rock of the weight back. You feel a twitch of the elbow to the side. You move out towards the side with that elbow and then you readjust back. Continuing to scan through your body parts, noticing your sensations, Noticing the movements of falling, of undoing, releasing. Perhaps the weight is continuing to rock forward and back side to side. Notice how this changes the pressure down through your feet. Enjoy the shifting sensation of your feet in the ground. This is your warm-up dance. Warming up your awareness to the sensation of your body. And you can carry on this micro dance, just taking each movement that emerges and shifting it a little further out into the space, expanding and enhancing it just a little or if you're starting to feel a continuous flow of movement, see if you can just continue rolling with that. Perhaps one knee bends and then the other. You feel the head moving through space in response. The side of the head drops down and so the shoulder moves. The shoulder moves, and so the hip moves. The hip moves, and so the thigh moves. The thigh moves, and so the lower leg moves. Continuously shifting and readjusting. And as you're comfortable to do so, allowing this movement to expand Perhaps you step your feet out away from each other, swaying forward and back side to side, enjoying the sensation of the weight going down through one foot and then the other foot, allowing one foot to release off the ground and perhaps step out to the side or in front of you. And as you do this, you can notice that the rib cage is shifting through space. Continuously scanning your body, noticing where you feel sensation, challenging yourself to notice the body parts that you haven't paid attention to today. What does the arch of your foot sense? The tips of your toes, the front of your shin, the back of your knee, the side of your thigh, the front of your pelvis, your hips, your lower back. What do they sense as you continuously shift and readjust? Your belly, behind your lower ribs, all the way up the front of your spine. What can you sense? What do you sense across your chest? What do you sense in your upper arm bones, in your elbows, in your lower arm bones, in your fingertips? What do you sense in the back of your neck, in your throat and your ears? as you gently shift and replace your body, your weight. And when you're ready, drawing your micro dance to a close, coming back up onto two feet, reducing the movement Back towards stillness and once again noticing that there is no such thing as stillness for me to warm up the body it's most important to warm up the awareness of the mind within the body to warm up how we shift our attention between our parts, our pieces, our sensations. So take a moment here to do one more general scan. Enjoying the sensation of your awareness to your body, just being a little more heightened. And in the next track, I'll explain some specific tasks to generate movement with this warm, aware body. For this week's movement tasks, we're going to carry on exploring some of the things we just started to look at in our micro dance warm up. So, once again, find a place standing with a little bit of space around you sending your weight down through your two feet. When you're ready, begin to rock your weight forward and back. It can help to have a little bit of a bend in the knees, a fold in the ankles and a fold in the hips so that this rocking can be a little bit more expansive. And then change to rock side to side. And now rock forward, but to the left and back and to the right. So you're making a diagonal line from the corner to the corner and then switch to the other diagonal direction, front and to the right and back and to the left. So you have rocking front to back. Rocking side to side. Rocking on the diagonal from the front left to the right back. And rocking on the opposite diagonal to the front right and the left back. Now start to enable your feet to step as you do this. So the rock becomes a little bigger taking one step forward, one step back, rocking the weight onto one leg and then the other. And then try out to the side, bending the knees, folding the ankles and the hips, rocking from side to side. And now the rib cage and the head will be moving a little bit more expansively through space. And then do the same thing to the front corner and the back corner, rocking on the diagonal and then shifting to the other diagonal, stepping from one foot to the other. So in a moment when you listen to the poem you can explore what it is to rock between forward and back side to side, and on each diagonal, choosing to shift between those different directions whenever the words inspire you to do so. Try it now, continue rocking side to side, front to back. And when the energy of my words, or the sound of my voice, encourages you to change the energy of your movement just switch side to side then front back side diagonal side 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 front back front back diagonal 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 and maybe you'll find yourself beginning each of the rocks without even doing a second one taking yourself in a circular motion. So when I begin reading in a moment, you can explore what it is to rock from side to side, front to back and on the diagonal and any variation between those things, stepping the weight from one foot to the other as you listen, using the impetus and energy of the words to tell you how fast to rock or how slow. There is no predetermined tempo. If you find you're getting a little bored, maybe change it up, slow down your rock. Rock all the way to the front over three words and then all the way to the back over 20 words and then do one rock to the side With the next word and to the front with the next and the next and the next see how playing with timing changes the dynamic great so that's our first task for the week we've had a little bit of explore of it and when I read the poem in a moment you can come back to it in whatever way you like Um, And I will just now give you a second set of tools. So you can start this one standing, or you can sit in any position, or perhaps lie down. Uh, I would recommend not lying all the way on your back, as that can encourage the body to kind of switch off and make it a little harder to make decisions. So wherever you find yourself, we're just going to scan through the body In the same way we did in our warm-up dance. Just noticing where the head is, noticing the shoulders, noticing the upper arms, the lower arms, the fingertips, the skin in between the fingertips, the knuckles, the belly, the pelvis, the upper legs, the knees, the side of the knees, the back of the knees, the front of the knees, All the way down the shins and into the top of the feet and the bottom of the feet and the inside edge of the foot and the back of the heel bone and then just choose a body part any body part could be the inside of your right elbow for example and then just pick a place in space somewhere nearby and move your right elbow to that place in space Maybe it's only three centimeters away from you. And then pick another body part. Perhaps it's the tip of your fingers. And pick a place in space. It really doesn't matter where it is. It can be anywhere. And just shift the tips of your fingers there in space. And then choose the back of your head and shift it somewhere else in space. And then the front of your knee and shift it somewhere else in space. And then your lower back and shift it somewhere else in space. And you can allow the rest of the body to respond as each of those parts shift. So as I shift the lower back, often my knees will move. Or as I shift the belly, perhaps my head moves. Just continuing to choose different body parts. Anything, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be the flesh on the side of your ankle. It can be your right lung. It can be the lobe of your left ear and whatever body part you choose, simply move it into the space, anywhere. It can go up, it can go down, it can go side, it can go side, it can go forward, it can go back, and it can move as far or as little as you like. Perhaps you're moving your knee and you move it one centimeter, and then you move your hip half a meter, and then you move the back of your calf 10 centimeters, and then you move the front of your palm all the way down to the floor. And then you move your head as far up as you can get away from the floor. And then you move your upper arm forward just an inch. And then you take your hand all the way across the room. You can play with distance. Perhaps you stay small, just like we did in the micro dance, or you start to explore how expansive you can be, taking whichever parts and pieces you decide on as far into the space that you have as you can. Your wrist, your fingers, your knees, your pelvis, your belly, your sacrum, the bottom of your foot, the inside of your finger, the side of your ear, the top of your head, continuously moving. And see if when you move one body part, Your body tells you which body part wants to move next. You might find that you come into a kind of flow where you don't have to choose the next body part, but it kind of chooses for itself. And once again, you can do this task and use the words of the poem as inspiration. So perhaps you're a bit lost for which body part to use and you notice that in the poem, I say feet. Well, there's your instruction, move your feet. Well, you're not sure how fast you want to move, but you hear the phrase, a fraction of a second. So you start to move quickly. Each movement goes as quickly as it can. See if there are little cues in the poetry to help you decide which body parts, to help you decide which direction, to help you decide how fast. So those are our tasks to explore this week. We have shifting the weight, rocking forward and back, and our directions are predetermined for us. So we just rock and we change direction whenever the energy of the words encourage us to move. Or we can be a little bit more expansive and be working with any different body part. So just continuously scanning and choosing different body parts and then moving them into the space. So now I will read Gravity and you are welcome to use either of these tasks to respond as you listen. You can also carry on with your micro dance. Enjoy! Did we fall and fall and fall until somehow, quietly, we found ourselves sitting, waiting for the day to start? Part 1, Section A Tiny skipping rope, tiny feet, tiny fragments of meat well worn, eaten well, digested thoroughly, through into the inside, inside out. A fraction of a second, the second coming, the second orgasm in a split second, split atom, split ends, to spit on soil. Junction in digestion. A terrible piece of terminology, although logically fragile, fragility forfeit for fornification, a mass evacuation of senses in order to feel elated, lessons in greenery, envy, love of life, dissatisfaction terminated, daisies for days, hands on top of eyeballs, eyeballs on top of hands, and hands on top of hens. Impossibly small hands, hands so small they could fit in the palm of your hand. The palm of your hand, the poetry of longing. Grasshopper Envy, an envoy of abandoned souls with sore limbs, stiff backs and sniffing noses. These are all parts, parts of a whole, a whole body made of parts and holes. Holy solitude, holy lonesome. Holy Ginsberg, holy after poetry, a poem of unidentified longing. One, unknown unknowing. Two, known unknowing. Three, known knowing. Four, unknown knowing. How do you spell a concept? An inspired longing, insipid stupidity, inspired stupidity, insecurity masked by plastic loyalty. I can see you. I can feel you feeling your way feeling the flesh and bones of this experience two separate entities entirely separate but happening at the same time in the same place if i am situating this space you cannot and while you are in that space i can't be in it too we must be the same what a strange situation we found ourselves in messy and distracted Meanwhile, the grass grew through the brick wall. Progress, like watermelons, let alone watermelons. No, I meant to say leave them alone, the watermelons. They're only as fleshy as you let them be. So let them be, let them belong inside your identity like a child, an entity from your body. Boredom, no time for that. Freedom, new shackles, a new negotiation. Different longings. Part 1, Section B. 1. Booty meditation. 2. Meandering through new territories. 3. A gentle stroll in things unknown. Knowledge. The sun does not shine on feet in shadows or feet in wombs. Wholeheartedly I slipped on the wet canvas that was slippery from too much trying and seeking, a vicious kind of uncontrollable seeking with or without the wind, the seeking, but better with the wind, better with a bit of butter. He bit me, the baby bit me without a mouth. He never had a mouth, mouse. It was the size of a mouse added for clarification the syllables of a four-letter word that's difficult to say rearranged to spell vulva or incubus or binary two bikes riding abreast their riders unaware heads floating in a slightly unrealistic aesthetic sky part one section c Barnacles, oil, lust, very, very wet. When will you come back? I feel as though the imprint of your arm is still across my back. But it must be long gone now. The trees have lost and regained their leaves more times than I can remember. A membrane. Wrapped around my fingers. Drawing them together. A little damp. The membrane is a little damp. Remembering through oil. Thoughtful oil, though still oil, and still. Sitting patiently still part one section d this is stilted no stunted a tall heart dwarfed by bold physicality an aesthetic of testosterone carrying a secret small child crying carry me i'd like to be carried I'd like to be caressed by coarse skin and turned sideways in order to be viewed from a different angle. Can you see any similarities? Do you notice him in me? What's recognisable? It's a fake familiarity, imposed. I know that. But placebos have a place just as much as adults do. Behind the sofa behind the sofa is a soft piece of skin sitting quietly and waiting eyes watering not from tears perhaps from tiredness or something else something altogether less significant this is giant this sensation is giant does extra explanation shrink it or will it grow and and why this obsession with having things grow what about disintegration All the nations of the world crumbling to dust in the palm of an unusually observant toddler, the only one who's been paying attention. It's tense, but it's also quite beautiful, gentle in its coarsity. The sovereign rock sitting quietly. It's also still, like the things I mentioned earlier. Part 1, Section E context? Mm, Who knows? Perhaps it's about yesterday? A Beatles t-shirt pulled from the surf, covered in mud and stinking of seaweed, smoking. A swift change of plans, planted solidly on the hopes for the day. Things had been planned, purposefully, poignantly planned, painstakingly lolling heads, a naked man, a naked man who is softening with age in his form and his cortex, brain matter. It doesn't matter if you want her mind, if you desire it, soften. The soil is welcoming, like a dance of unfamiliar souls slowly beating rhythms with their feet, with their hearts. Have you heard of how the rain falls where they come from? It's the same as here, but our eyes cannot see it, can only feel its moisture. You had twisted like a wet cloth when the dishes are stacked, the sink drained and the tap turned tight. You had churned, galloped and something else and finally flopped down deep into the softening of your pelvis, your sexual center falling, a furrowed brow bound only mentally to how memory kept things. Your pelvis will welcome change, a rest, a reason to settle, explore subtleties. I am not your neighbor. I'm not outside of you. I am as the rain is, dependent on where your eyes come from. Where do they call home, your eyes? Is it the place they first began seeing, or perhaps where they were first seen? Or was it not a first, a beginning, an introduction, but did home come after repetition, after compromising and putting up with? Did home come quietly? Did it lengthen out away from you and settle in once you'd recognised its presence? Did we... Did we fall and fall and fall until somehow, quietly, we found ourselves sitting, waiting for the day to start? Part two. The taste of this experience has changed. Slightly unfamiliar, but certainly not unpleasant. It's the insignificant things that matter. The tiny tilts, tentative touches, glances over the shoulder with the eyes shut, or are they open? Something about toes and hair touching. Toes. Mine or yours. It doesn't matter. It's the contact of bodily forms that matters. Hair and flesh. Toe flesh. It isn't a foot fetish thing, it's a kind of longing to see the body as separate to the person. A flow. Periodically interrupted. That man does not belong here. Just a little secret between my brain and myself. My cells. I went to the dairy to buy ice cream. The man behind the counter could not have known where my mind was, how my thoughts were located in words and the distilling of moments. A moment passed. The pasta was cooked well enough that the host didn't feel she had to apologize, though she regretted there was no dessert and the alcohol was only an afterthought. Distillation. Once again, there is a return to this thing about essence. This fat, wiry thing with layers and chunks and pieces. It's not yet a cliche, but feels like it could be close. Anyway, it's unknown and beautiful the way it is, so best not to worry. The perfect opportunity to stand. Taken. The tiresome effort justified. Manifest. She hopes, but she is also resigned, or trying to become resigned. Though is it the very trying that stops her? Unsure. It's growing, like ambition and failure and something else it's growing shoes with an extra thumb in the top of them room to grow hands with other hands in them contact to grow to touch to test to gesticulate to testify to drag and drag and drag and not quite make the mark, hold on, to swing, to catch, to hold, to cherish, to testify, to repeat, and we are all here so it follows we cannot be there mourning, mostly something to just keep things rolling, Not, not an engine, more like a hill or a gentle push, perfect. The boy didn't know, but its imperfection was perfect, the impotency shone was allowed to stand, a perfect place to stand. And something else, there's something else I wanted to tell you, something about functionality or form or a Freudian slip that might be repeated, repetition, that's quite Freudian, repetition, can I have your attention? No, perhaps we could share it. I could give you something of mine in return. My wallet. My nature. My capabilities. It's unjustified, I know, but it's... No. No, you're right, it's unjustified. I will eat tonight. And write letters. Letters in words. Letters in something like friendship, but shorter and more understated. Do you understand? My hand is cramping. I need to wash. And somehow the dust is clearing itself. A reversal. Time second-guessing itself? Or perhaps it's coming to an end because the day has been full. It's not quite over yet. But it's well past halfway.